Welcome to the Triple V Podcast. Welcome to the 10th of July, 2022 Town Hall. For those on our streaming services, this podcast is split into two parts. For a seamless experience, please cue the second part of this podcast. All right, guys, welcome uh, to our eighth town hall. And we will get started right away with the most important question everyone is dying for. And that's when I'll drop. At the end of the town hall, I will drop the ultimate airdrop sheet, which includes three different leaderboards. Dolphins, sharks, and whales. Your ranking determines when you get the NFT, meaning the higher up, the earlier, plus what rarity you will receive. And to give you an example, the rank one dolphin leaderboard gets the rarest dolphin. Rank number five on the sharks will get the fifth rarest shark, and so on. And the leaderboard is based on how much everyone individually invested so far with VVV, meaning the biggest investor of the dolphins is at rank one, biggest investor of the whales is at rank one, and so on. And then it's in descending order. I will probably start airdropping the NFTs in the next 24 hours. Uh, I know I, I said I will do it live. <clears throat> I'm still waiting for the guy who is uh, the dev who is assembling the NFTs. Um, we have some very minor delays, so that might be like 24 hours, maybe 48 at most, until everything is on-chain and deployed and ready to be airdropped. I've already... Uh, increase the payment for the dev like by 3x just to make sure he's not going to jump out of the window with all the exceptions we have to code into the generation of the art it has become a hundred times more complex than i had anticipated uh but so we are we are pretty much on time with everything and you should have your nfts um like all of your nfts latest by july 17th um, the, four, the first 400 I will drop by hand uh, because I want to make sure that the rarities are like 100% congruent with the leaderboard. And then after the first 400, I will probably use our own airdrop contract and then um, deploy the rest of the, of the airdrops uh, with random rarities. And there might be some minor glitches in the art. Um, these will be fixed soon. We have the ability to update the art on chain, so you will see. Uh, you know, there's, I know there's a couple of assets where we didn't have the time yet to code the exceptions, so there might be some minor glitches, but all of those um, will be fixed in retrospect. And if there's any questions around the topic, feel free to ask. Otherwise, we're going to continue with the next one. Uh, to answer the question by Hiroshima, uh, survey activity did not have any impact on the ranking. Uh, any additional benefits for rarity or just bragging rights? Um, it's just bragging rights and maybe uh, some, cooler, uh, some cooler traits for your PFP. Uh, this, I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the question is, what if people are tied? Um, so the leaderboard has been set up by exec. I don't know how he um did it when someone 
had invested the same amount, um, but it doesn't matter. Like you know, a little bit of a randomness we, we will have to keep. It's it's almost impossible to make sure like the entire leaderboard is like one hundred percent fair when there's some potential ties. We did already you know a lot of head, hand checking and hand vetting for everyone to get on the survivalist. Uh, I don't think it makes that big of a difference whether or not you are, for example, rank 10 or rank 11. And the question is, will a whale or shark get the least rare dolphin then because they didn't invest as a dolphin? Um, yeah, so, as I said before, you get the first NFT congruent with the ranking in the leaderboard, and the rest of the NFTs will be sent out with random rarities. So, you know, your, your dolphin might... Um, let me just double check. So the first 274 most rarest dolphins are now reserved through the leaderboard, but you still might end up, uh, you know, with rank 300 if you're a whale or a shark. All right. So let's get on to the next point, the minting stat. And again, 100% of the credit to Exec and to Poops for pulling together the stats, for creating the sheets and for making sure that everything is audited and 100% correct. The dolphin stats are 80% of all dolphins were minted. That's, two, uh, excuse me, that's 940 out of 1,200. And 80% out of those 80% maxed out their mint. In total, we have 260 dolphins left, and those will all get burned. Out of the sharks, we have 100% engagement, 100% of the sharks were minted, and 85% of the sharks maxed out their mint, meaning those sharks also minted all their dolphins. And we have 139 sharks remaining, which are available to other high achievers in the server throughout the next couple of phases. The whales have been prepaid, so there were no surprises here. We have 28 whales total remaining uh, for the next phases. In total, we have raised $315,000, of which almost one-third already has been paid out in bonuses and salaries to the community and team. And this is not accounting for the upcoming cost for marketing, Expenses for the other things we are, work, we are working on are salaries for the people outside of Discord, like our smart contract dev, artist, website dev, and so on. I'm just checking for any potential questions, but it seems very straightforward. <clears throat> so we're going to go right to the next point, which is our achievement recap. And for the recap, first of all, I want to thank Helena and Scrout. These have been the two people who followed me from Spectre to BBB without hesitating one second. And at the time I left, things were still very uncertain. No one really knew what I was going to do. But these two guys didn't hesitate one, one moment. And I'm extremely grateful for them to have joined me right away. And in the past six weeks... We have built one of the most engaged and dedicated communities in the space. And let me just double check the numbers. And even in this very moment, we almost have 50% of 
whole engagement. As you know, uh, we had like, uh, I think we had like 380 people mint in total and almost half of them uh, today uh, attending the town hall session. And even if you put that on the total server size, we still have around like 15% total engagement, which is still five times more than you see in most other servers. And the questions are, the question I have is, when was the last time you have seen this many people in an AMA, yet alone a simply weekly VC session with no special guests? The common excuse is that the engagement in the, in the bear is naturally down, but you know, for VVV, it has been the exact opposite. So this is really something which I'm extremely proud of because it means we have the right people and we have people who are not easily scared by the market shifting. All of us have the belief that Web3 is the future and that VBV is the right vehicle to take off into that future. So what have we achieved specifically? We've done better deals than anyone else and we have done them 100% for free with no fees and with no BS. Remember, even just having the whitelist spot allowed you to participate in all those deals which we did so far. So it really has been 100% free. No one was pressured into minting. Those people who minted had the options to mint one or two dolphins or even more. And everyone could freely decide what they wanted to do. We have created the academy to help our community grow mentally, which will forever remain free to hold us. We have created the building program and are now an incubator for talent and vision. And we will fund the best ideas ourselves. On top of that, we have created seven well-paid full-time jobs. Everyone in the community is getting paid. No one has to work for free. And, you know, believe me, guys, there's enough people who have been willing to work for free, but I'm not stupid enough to let them. I want to be able to hold my people accountable and I want to be sure that the best people also get paid. It makes no sense to do it any other way. And again, let me check some of the questions. So Strider, you're asking about the Dolphin Phase 2 mint price. I will um, cover that um, in one of the next points. But um, the mint price will be determined as soon as the floor price for Phase 1 has been established. So we have one question for the final section, okay? So I will read that later. Okay, seems like we've covered all the questions so far. Then we will go um, to one of the most important points today, and that's what's next. Once all of the NFTs are finally airdropped slash burnt, I will focus 100% on us getting the next deal. For the past couple of days and weeks, I've been super busy with building the server, creating the art, putting everything on chain, creating the smart contract, the minting contract, staking contract, working on the website. My focus and efforts have really been diluted because I had to, to work on so many different aspects of VVV. Not once we are done with the launch and once the NFTs are on chain, um, I will be back to hunting deals and closing deals. And we have the projects already analyzed and lined up. So all that's left to do is reach out to them and close them, which is one of my strongest skills. Once we have the next deal secured, I will support Inferno in building board of directors, 
to finalize that as soon as possible. I will keep working on a variety of other things for VVV simultaneously, like the white paper, but these are my highest priorities. And again, I'm all in. I work on VVV 24-7. This will be my life's work. There's no plan B. A few other things I briefly want to mention and recap. The articles about VVV in Forbes and other magazines and publications will be published throughout the next three months. We will have AMAs with the founders and CEO of the next deals. We will have AMAs with some of our board members. We will have AMAs with our research team. We will, we will uh, keep you updated about progress of the blockchain fund. And we will hit all, my, all milestones which we set out to achieve. Now, for the people who got purged in phase two, excuse me, for the people who got purged in phase one or missed their minting window, get active again and make sure to get in and through phase two because it's going to be worth it. The phase two mint details will be refined and published once phase, floor, uh, phase one floor is established, which is probably going to take yeah, like close to the end of this month. Uh, and then we will have the phase two mint price, which I'm going to then uh, announce. And people will be able to um, go through the steps with um, depositing 100% of the mint price and then getting a refund of approximately 80% to make the deal of phase two really sweet. And once the white paper is published, the staking will go live shortly after. The staking contract has already been audited by four different, four different developers and it's already ready to be deployed. So really just waiting for me to finish the white paper um, to get the full uh, information out before the mechanics follow. And the white paper is you know, probably going to take maybe one or two more weeks and then we should be good to publish it. Right. So hopefully you guys have got your ears secured. Um, sweet. All right. Yeah, let me restart quickly. So, yeah, no, I'd just like to thank the research team again, uh, James, Jesse, uh, Jess, and Andy for their hard work. Again, they've been keeping up with me quite well. Uh, there are moments where I go absolutely berserk and I start throwing projects left, right, and center. And then out of nowhere, you know, I ask them to prioritize this project for research and they just, you know, they just jump straight at it. Um, and no, they've been absolutely fantastic. So again, a big thanks to them for, uh, for, for doing all that. Um, some of the, the core achievements, I think, uh, which I've been most excited around uh, was definitely the proposals, the proposal form, which is something that we got up within three days of the conception. Uh, and it took around an hour to actually set up. But then in terms of all the back end and polishing, uh, I'd like to thank Jess for kind of getting the whole structure in place in the back end. Now, I know this is something that they're going to be speaking on a bit later on in regards to how they've got that process finalized. Uh, but it's been an absolute core team effort. Um, you know, so some of the other projects that I've been working on, there's a couple that are still kind of under wraps, which I've spent, you know, more hours than I can count on uh, in the last couple of days uh, finalizing. Um, you know, one, one of the fun achievements that we've been able to do at the moment is the VVV writing team. Uh, you know, we've been 
getting some very high quality articles uh, written and it's partly my fault as to why they haven't been fully published yet. I've been absolutely overloaded with some of the other projects that I've been um, that, I, that I've been working on on the side. Uh, so hopefully that I should be able to get back in the groove and get those pumping out soon enough. Um, some of the other things as well that I've been working on, um, I'm doing one or two things uh, relating to partnerships with chains. Uh, so I'm in contact, late stage contact with a couple of blockchains to do some work with them. And I've got some calls this week with some uh, centralized exchanges, uh, which is, you know, something else that we'd be able to provide value for uh, our projects and any uh, partners that we'll have in the future. Um, so I've been spending a lot of time doing that as well for us as well. Uh, in regards to the scouting of these very early stage projects, I've devised a couple workflows for that, which I won't go too much into to make sure that this is, you know, kept proprietary. Um, but it's definitely taken a lot of my time, and I've also got a developer that I'm also using to help me devise all this. Uh, they're not on the server, uh, but, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, thank you. <laughs> um, I've got a couple other things already planned in regards to the whole scouting process of projects. Um, we've found a couple more heavy hitters outside of this very special one that we've been able to uh, have a chat with already. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of exciting things in the pipeline. Uh, and again, as Sean said, uh, we're going to be mobilizing full force after the Mint has been fully um, kind of closed off for phase one. Um, and there's also uh, one other project that I'm working on, which a few of you may know of. Uh, at the moment, I'm going to keep it a little more under wraps, uh, but I wanted to see, I wanted to make a quick uh, public service announcement to ask if anyone in the community is or knows of any good uh, video editors. Uh, I am requiring one or two individuals who are very good at creating kind of infographic type videos, uh, which would be a few minutes long, and I'd require that service uh Again, I won't go into much detail as to why as of yet. Uh, this hopefully should be done as a project by the end of the second phase. Um, and of course, these uh, video editors or video creators, uh, you know, can be based out of anywhere and is something that I'm very keen on trying to find. Now, I have been outreaching to a few individuals um, and still waiting to hear back on them, but I just wanted to make a quick public service announcement. So if anyone knows of anyone, please could you make a support ticket uh, and state uh, any information you have around that just so then we centralize all that information there for, for me just so then I don't have to run up and down the, uh, the chat. Um, and also, I am, <clears throat> we're, in, uh, you know, we're, we're going to continue developing a website. Uh, we've got some plans to make it uh, a lot more high quality than it is already. Uh, of course, I'm sure you can all appreciate how quick everything had to be set up. So, you know, we don't ex hopefully don't expect everything to be, you know, uh, five star quality as of yet. But I assure you that is definitely coming. Uh, so there's a lot of fun things planned. Uh, there's a lot of things that we're actively doing. And there's a lot of big plans that I'm working on and that the rest of the team is working on that hopefully will kind of send us to, to the next stratosphere. Uh, there have been, you know, a lot of projects around us who have been kind of taking notes as to what we're doing and kind of learning off, off, off of us. And I think some of, the other, some of the things that we've got on the line in terms of uh, 
things for the uh, community to use and learn with is something that's definitely for what I think on from what I've see is definitely unique. No one else has done it yet. And it will utilize something which is uh, quite special. So without going too further into it, um, I'm going to leave it again back to Sean. And again, I'd like to thank everyone for their commitment, their time and offering, uh, you know, their specialities and uh, individuality to, to what we're building. Thank you, Tony. And, you know, Tony really is the guy Steve Jobs is talking in the recent academy lesson. You don't want to tell your best people what to do. You hire them because they already know what to do. And you don't have to keep track of what they do because you can trust them to always do the right thing. And this really is the, you know, something which makes Tony invaluable for me is that I can just let him roll and he can, you know, he can do whatever he wants and I can rely on him always doing the right, right thing. So again, a big thank you to you, Tony, for being a part of VVV. No, thanks for having me. All right, Jess, uh, do you want to get going? All right. So um, yeah, if you guys don't know, I'm Jess. Um, and I'm going to talk about a little bit about our insight into our, our research uh, infrastructure workflow and the methodology and expertise behind it, because um, I think this is the first time I've actually been able to speak, and it'd be good for the community to kind of hear about, you know, more about it. So um, if you didn't know, I am responsible for creating and implementing the work research workflow process here, or the deal flow process. And um, currently right now, um, it's, it's phased in three stages. Okay. Um, but regarding, um, uh, again, just wanted to give credit to Tony because um, with his uh, efforts, we've been able to increase our, our pipeline of projects that we've been able to evaluate by like five, five, five times um, what we normally get. And just for a uh, number's sake, um, as far as intake, uh, we do have 156 additional projects that we've added. Um, 112 are in active, um, you know, kind of vetting it in our process. Basically, just wanted to, to give us some numbers um, regarding intake right now so 156 total that we've added this week uh, 112 are in active um you know vetting our first stage uh, which is the scout stage that we've implemented uh, right now we have um seven projects on the l1 phase which is our next step in the research process and about nine in the more in-depth uh you know research after everything's been vetted and um andy or dark meta will um i'll, I'll bring it to him after i'm done talking about you know the, um, more about the research workflow process um that way um you know since he's new He's been, uh, you know, the best to really uh, speak about it since, um, you know, he's the liaison between our community and, and people on the core research team. But um, I did want to talk about my background and, and how I was able to, um, you know, establish the workflow here. So, again, you know, if there's problems with the research workflow, you guys know who to blame. Um, it's really just me. But I do have a background in science uh, and, and, and medical and, and hospital and a compliance background in my profession. I am a licensed uh, clinical lab scientist. So what that means is it allows me to perform clinical lab testing on human patient specimens. Uh, you can't, and where I'm from, you can't, you know, they can't have high school students or people do this kind of testing. Uh, you need to be board certified. Uh, I did rotate with doctors. I'm not an MD, but I'm able to, you know, uh, evaluate and, and consult on aspects of uh, clinical and anatomic pathology. So, um, and, and regarding our research, um, I, I do leverage that experience um, into our research workflow. I know a lot of that is not one-to-one, -one, but I'm able to apply certain uh, concepts and background to my experience in, our, in, in the workflow. So 
for example, like from my science background, I am really big on thesis and a narr narrative-driven approach to our um, projects regarding their premise, because there has to be a reason and purpose for the development of any projects that come our way. And I know I've been criticized because a thesis, again, is just a statement. It's very subjective. But again, a good thesis needs to be backed up by evidence to support your, your cause and your argument. And also, um, I have worked um, in compliance. I've worked closely with FDA, um, the Food and Drug Administration, and also EMA, European Medicines Agency, and, and a couple of places that I've worked at before. And if you're not familiar with those, um, they're very strict regarding documentation, um, adhering to regulations and guidelines. And in the clinical lab, um, that stuff has to be done. And, and in our research approach, they take a very heavy approach to uh, verify and audit uh, any information that, get, that gets sent our way. So anything that's in a white paper, website, you know, know that I'm looking at it really closely. And again, a lot of these concepts I bring toward and, and teach the, the research team to have them understand where I'm coming from, because, you know, in my job doing clinical testing, I can't do an 80-20 approach. I mean, a, an HIV result has to be perfect every single time. There's no 80% right, you know, 20% wrong, COVID, whatever. So um, working in the clinical lab, like um, my background really is things have to be done right. And um, regarding my hospital medical background, I'm actually involved in evaluating um, little testing um, instruments, platforms, testing methodologies, uh, and the infrastructure to get those in place. So I do a lot of uh, comparative analysis. And again, I know it's not one-to-one -one regarding research, but I'm able to utilize the same concepts as I think they're applicable to evaluating um, projects that come our way. So this is pretty much the foundation of um, our research workflow in, in V. And again, I'm not claiming that this is, you know, the best way to do things, but, you know, this is the way that we've um, able to implement it, that I've, I've been able to, to implement it here. And, you know, with the support of Sean and Tony and the rest of the research team, um, you know, we feel like, um, in our opinion, that this is what makes our research process super unique and different from other, you know, departments, other, other projects, other VCs. Because, again, I'm not influenced by anybody in the, in the crypto space. Like, I don't care who you are, you know, what kind of background you have, what connections you have. You know, I'm leveraging things from my own perspective and, um, you know, from what I understand. So, um, you know, that's pretty much it. Um, if uh, Andy or Dark Meta is here, if he could, uh, you know, don't mind speaking about our, uh, our research workflow in the, in the couple of stages that we've had set up. Um, I think I'm okay right now. Andy, are you here? Yeah. So, as I'm new, let's start with a short uh, self-introduction. So, my name is, is Andy and I've joined the team about uh, three weeks ago now. And uh, I have a very technical background. So I'm a tech a business owner for more than 20 years now in different areas. So I bring a, a, a very good technical uh, knowledge base. And this is so my main strength also in the, in the research process to do a proper technical due diligence of, of our interesting proposals yeah so in the team i'm responsible together with jess uh, for this uh, deep dive due diligence of, of projects that made it to the final stage of our wedding process and uh, 
Yeah, our job in the research team is uh, mainly to the find the, the best investment EBV opportunities here for our community. But uh, still, our main priority is to identify potential risk. And uh, yeah, that's also the reason why we have a, a quite incredible high rejection rate at the moment. Um, we are very picky in terms of, of proposals. And uh, yeah, so you can compare it more or less like, like uh, gold mining or, or mining diamonds. Yeah, you need to move a mountain of gravel and dirt to end up uh, with a handful of gems. And uh, that was also a thing that resonates very well with, with myself and my private investment strategy. I'm not in, involved into pump and dump quick flip projects. I'm always more focused on long-term scaling solutions, infrastructure projects. So that was a perfect fit for me to join this team. And uh, I see the vision of the team and the vision of EXO uh, aligns perfectly uh, with this approach. And, yeah. and uh, also a big shout out yeah, to the whole DVV team uh, for this incredible fast onboarding. It is really great to work with you. And uh, you see that's really a professional approach. Yeah, so. That's, that's unique. Thank you very much yeah, for this warm welcome. Or particular needs of no, thank you for joining, Andy. It has been an absolute pleasure uh, getting you forward. And you have done a tremendous job with the research team. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's really fun yeah, to work with you. So, uh, as Jess mentioned, I, I just want to give you a quick overview about uh, our internal workflow, because that's a big black box yeah, for our members at the moment. Yeah, we, we often talk about our wetting process, but uh, we also want to be more transparent uh, with our community uh, how this uh, analysis looks like. And so I give you a short uh, overview about uh, this internal workflow. So as, as Jess already mentioned, we operate in three different layers. Yeah, we have at the beginning the scout layer, then layer one, and the final stage is layer two. And uh, on this scout layer, we do the initial base vetting of, of the projects. So our scouts do a quick screening of the project itself. So these are some, some basic questions like, is this uh, project uh, blockchain related? Uh, do they offer some tokens? Uh, is the, the team doxed or do we see some, some obvious red flags at the beginning? Yeah. So in that case, we would reject the proposal just right at this level. And uh, if all those basic uh, checkpoints are reached, yeah, we accept this uh, proposal then for the next stage, the, la the layer one research. And there... Um, the researchers start uh, mainly by gathering different informations, yeah? all the information that's available about the project. So this could be uh, information about actual investors, the, the team members, uh, the scope of the project itself. Uh, is there a white paper? What about the roadmap? Uh, do they have a token? What, what about the tokenomics? and all those stuff, uh, including 
social media accounts, Discord servers, websites, uh, LinkedIn profiles, and so on. So there's really a ton of, of data uh, that we collect uh, before we start with this layer one uh, vetting process. And um, our researchers uh, then start to analyze those data um, and uh, point their concerns and give also their opinion about the overall project. And uh, Jess has introduced a, a very important uh, stage here in this la layer one uh, analyze. That's uh, the peer review of these projects. Yeah? That means each uh, layer one project uh, evaluation is done by two different researchers um, just to ensure a really, really high quality of the output. Yeah? So if uh, the two researchers don't come to the same conclusion at the end, yeah, we will uh, use a third person yeah, to, to take the final decision. Yeah? So uh, this peer review process is really uh, essential core piece uh, of, of our internal workflow to hear different opinions and also to strengthen our uh, yeah, commitment to go further with this uh, proposal. So if this uh, project proposal got a uh, green light, uh, agreement from all those researchers, then we enter the final stage and that's this layer two research. And uh, that's also this uh, place where I'm mainly focused. And uh, here we undergo a more extensive due diligence. Yeah? So here we have a look, a really deep, um, deep dive into the fundamentals of a project itself. Um, we check the business model. Is it really sustainable? Uh, are there any risks yeah, that uh, the, 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 the whole project itself uh, cannot operate in the long term. Uh, and we do also a, a very deep background check of the team members. Yeah? This is also very important to see, do they have the skills uh, to fulfill their, their requirements and also to, to pull off this, this project. And um, sometimes we also see that uh, such team members have a quite shady background. Yeah? So this is also a red flag for us. Yeah? If you see that maybe the founder of a project already started three other projects in the past and all of them are more or less rug pulls. Yeah? So that's also very important information from our side to, to know exactly who we are dealing with to reduce uh, also the risk yeah, in, the, in the further steps. Yeah? And at the end, uh, we also have a look on the, on the project scope itself. Yeah? So we want to understand, uh, is there a technological risk behind? Um, is it feasible yeah, to realize these projects or do they want to invent uh, time travel? And it's, it's unrealistic yeah, to, to uh, get to an end in, in, uh, the, during the next years. Yeah? So, um, all those informations are collected together and uh, then we have, uh, uh, let's say, enough informations to hand over these uh, project's proposals to our outreach team and they negotiate afterwards 
uh, yeah, great deals for our community. Yeah. So that's more or less a, a, a short shortcut of the whole uh, workflow in our uh, research uh, department. And I hope uh, this gave you some insights how we work and what we do here on a daily basis. Um, we will give you much more detailed information in this uh, other voice chat AMA session, uh, which is dedicated to the research team. And uh, if you have any questions, yeah, I'm, I'm here for you later on. So just ping me or ask uh, later in this AMA section. And thank you very much. Yeah, I will hand over now to Axel. Amazing. Thank you very much, Andy. And, <clears throat> you know, the reason why I hired uh, Doug Mitter right away was because he wrote the most critical research report about Noddle. And he discovered a couple of things which none of the other <laughs> none of the other people discovered. So to me, that's you know the diligence of doing the research really is the most important aspect. And whenever we find something where we can do better, we want to be sure that we double down on that and that we improve it right away. So the addition of Andy to the team really has been a blessing for everyone because it allows us to be even more. Uh, even more efficient and even more um, critical of everything which we analyze. And I just posted a, a fun fact in in our voice chat where, you know, 50% of the team is German. And it might be a stereotype, but I've learned that Germans are extremely, extremely detail-oriented. And you can really see that in the work of Jesse and of uh, Andy and of Helena, because these guys never make mistakes they pay so much attention to each single detail there's hardly anything which they will ever miss and this is really something which is highly important when you work on finding deals when you do due diligence <clears throat> or when you work on the back end like helena where you have to go through everything like two or three times to make sure that there's not a single mistake anywhere so now i will jump back to the the, the initial talking points which i accidentally skipped one of them is an actually a super exciting one which is the giveaway of four special nfts and before we go into that i will just briefly outline um what those nfts uh, which nfts they are and what their benefits are so uh, we have the emerald dolphin which always guarantees a $100 allocation, which is being paid for by VBV. Then we have the Sapphire Dolphin, which always guarantees $200 guaranteed allocation paid by VBV. Then we have the Gold Shark, which always guarantees $500 paid by VBV. And then we have the Diamond Shark, which guarantees $1,000 always paid by us. And these four NFTs will be rewarded to the members who brought in the best referrals through the VVV referral program. And we will start this with the Emerald Dolphin, who will go, excuse me, which will go to Shy Bus for bringing in Dave M. Dave M has become an active student, survivor, and minter. The Sapphire Dolphin We'll go to Kirby Gives Tips for bringing in Big Dog 
who became an active student and made it on rank six in the academy leaderboard and is also an active investor. The gold shark will go to Teclas13 for bringing in Admiral Fox, who became a shark, excuse me, who became a whale and also went out to dinner with the NFTFI team on the New York uh, NFT con convention. So he was physically present in the real world to represent VVV. And I got some kind words by the NFTFI team afterwards. And the Diamond Shark plus 1,000 USDC go to IBAM for bringing in Rai Guy, who became a mentor and shark. All right. And <clears throat> those uh, referral program rewards also tie in with the next topic, <clears throat> which to me, again, is something which is critical in building VVV. We want to make sure that we only get the best people and that we breed the right culture. So I've came up with the expansion of the invite program. And this invite program is for holders only. And what this entails is that all holders will be able to refer as many people as they like to VVV. Every referral will be whitelisted for phase two. If your referral survives the purchase and mints, you receive 50% of whatever they have to pay for their mint in USDC. So essentially, you can make your own mint free in retrospect by bringing in one or two great people. But remember, you have to vouch for them. And if you try to trick the system, you will void all your previous investments and be banned from the server. And tricking the system means if you bring in your secondary accounts and so on. This is not going to work. And I will just drop in the referral program link in voice chat. Just so everyone is aware and has the right, li uh, the right link. You guys can feel free to bring in anyone you know from other communities. If you have friends somewhere else and you know these guys are high-valuable people and you know, especially those who might be in communities where their efforts, efforts might not be appreciated or not rewarded. You know, you might want to tell them about VVV. You might want to refer them so they can get whitelisted in phase two. If they make it through the purchase, you're going to get 50% of whatever the mint price is going to be. And if they provide us a little bit for a lot of value, there's a good chance they will find a paid job in VVV or just generally be rewarded for their efforts. So the next topic is going to be the, the new sections, which you probably already have seen in the server. We have the health channel, which is pretty straightforward. In this channel, we will discuss how to optimize your health and physical performance. And it's already active. A lot of people have already shared a couple of their health hacks and tips and tricks. Feel free to read through it, through it provide your own uh, insights just keep in mind we are only going to discuss uh, legal substances we want to be sure that we we don't uh, get into the crosshairs of discord so please make sure that everything is compliant but other than that it's going to be a, a fun place for everyone to optimize their health and be sure that their physical body can keep up with their brain power 
Now, the most interesting and the most exciting new section is the building VVV section. This section is detached from everything else. Here we are building a new VVV venture, which may or may not have to do anything with the VC side or blockchain fund. It's, a, it's about identifying the very best business idea for Web3, funding it and executing it. It's about building a real business, not a game or gaming studio, not a minting bot or a crappy trading algorithm. It's about building something that's substantial and that can succeed at scale. The goal is to hit $10 million in revenue as soon as possible, starting from the inception of the idea, going through the execution of the idea, setting up the business and so on. Being involved here is going to be extremely exciting and will spark a lot of personal growth, but it will be brutal. Founding a business and scaling is hard. You will need rhino skin to, you will need rhino skin to survive. But those who keep pushing will be able to become shareholders, employees, advisors, and leaders.